Hey guys, yeah, you got me, Neil the Deal, right here, TalkingFight.com. Thanks a lot for coming out. I really appreciate all the likes, the shares, and the subscriptions have been coming in fast and furious. And I got to thank everybody for all the support. I really appreciate it. So uh, we had a big week, eh, in fights. Last weekend, I enjoyed myself, uh, as I always do, completely. It was, it was, it was a good, it was a good bunch of events. But uh, hey, everybody makes mistakes, so let's go. Let's go through it. We'll talk about what we talked about last week, and guys, I really appreciate it. Check it out. I hope you watched the fight because I certainly did, and it was amazing. So last week we're gonna do the recap of the uh, Valdez Navarrete fight, the big one that we talked about last week. And uh, as you know, I thought Valdez was gonna do the job. Well. Guess what? That was not apparent, and I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can't win them all. You know, that's it. That's how it happens. I thought Valdez had a little more in the tank, like I told you guys. And I really, I was really surprised at the way that Navarrete was able to stay on the outside, using his jab, keeping him off. Of course, Valdez tried to come in, but guess what? He was blistered with a whack load of shots. And, uh, from all angles. The whole point was Navarrete at the end of the fight, I'm just going to say, looked like he had gone to like Dairy Queen for like an ice cream. He 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 didn't have a mark on him. It was and we know what Valdez looked like. Well, he looked like he got thrown through a, a meat grinder or whatever you call it. His, his eyes were completely closed shut. But like I said, these are Mexican fighters. The Mexicans have the biggest heart, one of the biggest hearts uh, as far as fighters are concerned. And uh, they both gave it all they had. I respect them both immensely. Navarrete was impressive, very impressive. He had a wicked game plan coming in. I thought that, you know, he did say that he had trained in Tijuana and had said that he's never lost a fight when he had trained in Tijuana. That was a kind of a little thing where I thought, you know what? He might be onto something with that, obviously. He, he left his uh, comfort zone and went into a place where he knew that he could uh, make, make things better for himself, his family, and whoever. And guess what? He did not, not at all. That was a wipeout, really. Poor Valdez, uh, you know, he tried, he tried, he tried, and he did have a good fight. Like, it wasn't that far off. The judges saw it really far. Like, it was far, but Valdez definitely uh, gave it his best shot, I got to say. Kudos to both those guys. That was a great fight, and I really enjoyed it. Hopefully, you guys can check it out on YouTube, Full Fight, uh, this, that, and everything else. As you know, you get it all on YouTube, this, that, and you can see us here at TalkingFight.com all the time, every day, anytime. So that was a, a bit of a surprise for me. Congratulations to Mr. Navarrete. Manuel, it was Emmanuel. Uh, he, he really impressed me with that display. And, uh, hey, he's the champion. So kudos to him. I thought it was a, a great display. And uh, I got to say, hey, I was wrong. Stuff happens, you know. So moving forward, we, uh, we're looking at the Gary Russell fight. And uh, as we talked about, he there's a bunch of Russells in boxing, you know. So you guys can check them all out. But uh, Antunen, Gary Antunen Russell who is now 17-0, all right, with 17 wins by knockout, uh, is, is unscathed. 
and he uh, did the job. It's a hell of a fight. I gotta say, Gary Russell. I had him. Shout out Ching. Shout out Ching. Didn't pay a lot, but uh, seventeen and 100 percent knockout rate. He's he's gonna he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with in the future. So keep your eye on him, Mr. Russell. He was awesome. Now we're gonna move forward this uh, to this weekend. There is a huge fight. We've been talking about it all week. Uh, it's gonna be a young guy out of the. Uh, he's an Arabic kid, uh, an Olympic champion. Uh, he's won Commonwealth titles. He's been an, a, a decorated amateur, like all through his career. Um, and I've I've been kind of keeping my eye on him. He's only got four fights, but uh, his management team is definitely. I can see that his confidence is good. They're keeping him under control. He is a serious threat in the flyweight division. We're going to talk about him. His name is Galal Yafai. Yafai. All right. So Yafai is going to be fighting from the same country, Tommy Frank. Now, Tommy Frank is, again, an amazing, amazing individual. He had a lot of serious um, health conditions when he was younger. He had a, uh, a hole in his heart, apparently, when he was about five years old, which was repaired. And uh, he's become a world-renowned boxer. Like, he's he's done he's done more than you would expect for a guy that's been through what he's been through. So, they're going to go at it this weekend. We're talking, um, it's going to be this weekend, Saturday, August 19th, 2023, in the uh, Utilita. Arena in Birmingham, UK, and we know that uh, Galal is from Birmingham, and Tommy could maybe be from Birmingham. Check that out, guys. Check that out. Is he from Birmingham? It is a UK battle, and uh, we know him be. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. it. It's 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 a it's a guy in Galal who is an up and comer, but he has the pedigree. His brothers were fighters. He comes from a fighting family. He has a really good demeanor about himself. His trainer, manager, Rob, I, I heard about Rob. He really keeps him grounded. Um, he knows that he has a he has some talent, and I've seen it. And if you check him out in any of his fights, he's spectacular. This guy is spectacular. Oh, he's from Sheffield. Oh, there you go. Well, he's from Sheffield. There you go. Um, and, uh, they, they just love him. You know, he, he was an Olympic champion, gold medalist 2020 in the uh, Tokyo Olympics. So he is, he's like the pride. He's one of those guys that as we're, we're, we're moving through the ranks and stuff that I'm really, really liking. So I'm going to do an episode on him specifically down the road, because I think this guy, from what I've seen and what I've heard and is is phenomenal and he really is he has everything going for him he works the body amazingly with all his combination punches so he has everything going for himself his foot speed is amazing i mean they're flyweights so they're uh smaller guys like myself when i was in like grade nine or something you know i was the same height and the same weight five seven 112 well, that ain't happening today, but I'm working on it. That's all we can do. So I'm 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 looking at the like Galal is going to actually be a reckon 
a guy to reckon with in the flyweight division. A lot of the guys don't want to deal with him, and he's only 4-0. He's got three knockouts. I mean, that gives him a 75% knockout ratio. Tommy Frank is a 15-3-1. He only has three KOs, but his heart, it's the heart that always uh, keeps you in the fight. Always have some heart. Give yourself uh, a little kudos, and don't give up. That's how it works. There is a five-inch height advantage, which is interesting. Uh, Galal is 5'2", and Tommy is 5'7". So there is a bit of a you know height differential, which is sometimes being a shorter guy works to your advantage, but sometimes it just doesn't. So Yafai is uh, ranked. He's a ranked fighter already, and he's only 4-0. So he's ranked uh, 10th in the WBO. 10th in the IBF, 11th in the WBA, and 14th in the WBC, which is amazing for a guy who's only 4-0. But the fact of the matter is he's proven himself to be a proper fighter. He loves the craft, you can tell. When you see him fight, he takes control of the fights. Like the four that he's had, which is not including his amateur career with the, all his medals and the Olympics and all the great stuff that he's done, he literally, to me, seems like the kind of guy who has the right demeanor to become a world champion. So you got to keep your your eyes on, right, Galal. He is amazing in that sense. So you have to get within their heads at times to understand who they are because they still have a heart. They're still, you know, they're compassionate people. It's a sport. It, it is what it is, right? And some guys may take it too far, but you know what? He seems to be very grounded, and I'm sure his uh, trainer, Rob, is one of the big ones in his life. And I want to say thanks to Rob, wherever you are, because I was very impressed with how you've uh, made Galal up to this point. And I'm sure four or five fights, guys, pretty much he's going to be in a world title fight. I guarantee it. He's right there. Yep. Rodriguez, a bunch of guys piping in. Yeah, Rodriguez is the big guy in that division. And they don't want to deal with him because they don't really know what they're going to deal with. He has blazing hand speed, blazing foot speed. He's a pressure fighter who can move you up against the ropes and really give a problem. Okay, he's a, he, he gives fighters a problem. So because of his speed and because of his accuracy, I noticed that his accuracy is amazing. Kind of like a Terrence Crawford kind of guy. His accuracy is amazing. So. I'm really looking at it. It's uh, He's in the uh, featherweight division, which is 112 pounds, 8 stone, uh, 50.8 kilograms. I don't talk a lot about these kind of smaller guys. We always talk about the heavyweights, the welters, the middles, you know, light heavies and stuff like that. But you know what? This one is about the flyweights. It's, uh, it's going to be a great fight. It's going to be a really good fight. But I truly believe that, you know, Tommy Frank is a good fighter so he got there through hard hard work and this and that he deserves a fight like this all best to him but I, i'm i'm taking a uh, galal all right i'm taking yafai in uh i would i think he's gonna stop him in the fifth maybe sixth round it's gonna be a stoppage and uh that's what i'm that's what i'm calling right there so it's gonna be broadcast on the zone all right, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, and 7 p.m. British Standard Time. So, of course, because they're fighting in England, 
the British get the 7 p.m., which is fine. You know what I'm saying? I, I like that part about that. Now, if you were a betting guy on this one, uh, there's no money involved. I really wouldn't be uh, putting anything on it. Unless you're, uh, this is pretty much a slam dunker in, in my mind. Uh, Galal is uh, 20, minus 2,500. And uh, Tommy Frank is plus 1,000. So, I mean, they're both British guys. They're going to fight for their uh, for the right to fight. And uh, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a good fight. But uh, Galal is just going to, uh, you know, rise above. And he's going to be somebody to watch guys here at Talk and Fight. We'll be talking about Galal, Yafai, and uh, check that fight out. I'm really looking forward to it. it it's going to be a good one. Apparently, too, he's the, like, WBO International Junior Lightweight Champion or, uh, sorry, Junior Flyweight Champion. So he does have a belt. I don't know exactly, but if you guys have any comments about the belt, the WBO International belt, let me know. There's so many belts. We're going to talk about this going forward, about all these sanctioning uh, bodies who have different uh, names for their divisions and different kinds of belts there's like uh, like it's it, it, we're going to talk about it because it's starting to get a bit confusing but at the same time good on him he's an international world champion but he wants the big belts as you know and he's already ranked four and oh with three knockouts so that's pretty good so moving on i'd like to uh i'd like to say thanks a lot to everybody we've been doing really well here uh at talk and fight i want to thank all the hosts the sponsors uh, the guys behind the scenes, they've been doing amazing stuff for us. And, of course, you, the fans, we cannot uh, be here without you. And I want to say, listen, always get better. Do not get bitter. That's the way it rolls here with Neil the Deal Boxing 101. Check it out. Galal, Yafai, Tommy Frank. We'll see you next week. Oh, not next week. Maybe later this week on the panel. With the big man, Tim, Mikey Orr, Grumpy Graham, and of course, the man of all time, Lou Eisen. We'll see you maybe Friday. Knuckle up, knockout of the week. Thanks for coming out. Take care of yourselves. Have yourself a great week.